0: And welcome to this week's edition of Generation Oblivious. We've got a whole plethora of information for you, so no shenanigans this week. We're just going to dive right in. Yeah. Uh, we're both back. Well, I'm here, and Cameron's back. Right on. The first uh, article title: Montana man shoots a guy he thinks is Bigfoot. And his my, his quote. After he shoots at the guy, the guy freaks out, falls down. Okay. And the guy comes running up to him. And his quote to the man that he just shot at, If I see something that looks like Bigfoot, I just shoot at it. Wow. I don't think those are proper words to live by. The other guy was setting up shooting targets out in, the, in a remote area. Yeah, he was a... Uh, 27 year old victim narrowly avoided death when one bullet hit three feet to his left, another bullet whizzed by him on the right. Police said the victim tried to avoid more gunfire by running into the trees before he was able to confront his shooter, a man in a black Ford F 150. Oh, shooting from a truck, even. It's probably illegal, too. (laughs) The alleged shooter reportedly told the victim, I thought you were Bigfoot. The victim added, that the suspect told him, I don't target practice, but if I see something that looks like Bigfoot, I just shoot at it. That's a real winner out right there. The man is still on the loose. Fucking oh, fled. Yeah. He was like, well, you know Bigfoot, so no harm, no foul. Bullshit. <laughs> is that's going to jail if he gets caught? And this one was one of my favorite stories from... It showed up last week, like right before I was recording, mm-hmm. and I, I almost read it, but I wanted you to be here for it. Uh-huh. I do Wichita Falls, Texas. A Texas woman is banned from a local Walmart after allegedly driving around the parking lot while drinking wine from a can of Pringles. The fuck? Mm. Police were called around 9 a.m. Friday to a woman on Central Freeway. When officers arrived, employees told officers that a woman had been riding around the parking lot in an electric cart with a Pringles can filled with wine. The police found the woman at a nearby restaurant. They asked the employees if she, if they wanted to arrest her, and they said no, but she would just tell her that she was banned. Oh wow! So there's a there's a longer story saying that they somebody came into Walmart and in it typical walmart employee or customer fashion they complained about a lady riding in the parking lot in an electric wheelchair mm-hmm. like not doing anything right riding in the cart, and then said that she had a can of pringles mm-hmm. that appeared she was drinking out of right i mean she could have been getting the last tasty scraps yeah you know because i've up into the can of pringles yeah. get the last few how would they have known red wine i don't in know particular, is my question that situation but if you were drinking, why would you not put it in, like, a tall can? Right. Like, get a giant, like, the, one of the really big triple, quadruple cans of Monster right. and just dump that out and fill it full of wine. Because then nobody would say it. She's driving right. around drinking Monster acting like a lunatic. And let's be honest, why they specify wine? Why could it have been some shitty craft beer or something, something like that? I and I don't know if they're just filling in because they, right. cause they found the wine. Mmm. I see. It could be possible. Did you hear about Trump treating the... Uh, Are you talking about the burger feast? The football team? Yeah. The saddest thing ever? Lukewarm burgers? I didn't hear that they were lukewarm. Oh, yeah, no, they've been sitting there for a little bit. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Ugh, the stupidity. Why not just cancel that? Yeah, I don't know about that. Like, you're, tr- you're supposed to be treating... It like, first off, why did he invite them in the first place? Second off, if you're going to invite, like, professional athletes, why are you giving them garbage food? <laughs> well, no, literally. They're not professional. Yeah, they were college. Oh, were they, they college? Just, they oh, just won, no, they just won a national football. championship. Oh, okay. I don't know football enough. So. Right. But regardless, I'm sure they eat healthier than that every day. Every day, yes. But, I mean, I really don't care. I thought it was funny. But, right. But, you know. I'm sure they weren't pleased then, with what they saw. When then when it got out, like, he told them in advance what he was going to serve them. And then when it got out, like people were, in people that were defending Trump were saying, "Well, because of the shutdown, there were no White House staff to cook dinner, mm-hmm. so he out of his own pocket paid for fast food." Yeah, and he could have paid for Gordon to show up and cook a few meals. have been sweet, but, but he's a cheap ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny, and then I thought it was even funnier that people actually cared. Like, <laughs> uh, did you? Why we have him on the subject? Hear about him canceling Pelosi's trip? Uh huh. Yeah, where the government shut down, and he she canceling the speech. That of course, that's all he ever wants to do is talk because he loves being listened to, and publicity, and because of that he outed her trip overseas. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I read... I, I was glimpsing over that. I read that headline, and I was just like, I don't know. Yep. But it was just funny, retaliation. Just childish. So, last year, when NFL, the NFL team, Philadelphia Eagles, won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And in part of their celebration, it was a viral clip, but it was only kind of went viral in the sports world, but during... When Philadelphia, when they won, the people of Philadelphia... Went on a full scale, like joy riot, but still, like, burned cars to the ground, right. looted.
1: Right. Um,
0: but the, the clip that went viral was there was a guy and he was celebrating in full Philadelphia Eagles regalia. Mm. And he goes and there's a pile of horse shit on the ground and he picks up a horse turd and eats it. Like, boy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so that prompted me, and I called my dad and recorded the conversation. And it wasn't as funny as I'd hoped, but I called my dad and I was just like, because he's coached basketball for a lot of his life. And I asked him if he'd ever been so excited that he did the equivalent of what would be considered like eating a horse turd. Mm -hmm. Because I've never been that excited. Right. Like, I've been angry enough to break something and then immediately regretted it, but I've never been so elated with joy that, like, the ultimate sign of celebration would be eating. A horse turd. I question if that guy was on something at that point in um. time. Oh, he was probably hammered. He was probably shithouse hammered. But uh, So, this year, the Eagles were in the playoffs, and they just got beat. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Saints. It was a sun- last Sunday night. Right. So, it was technically still... Right. Lynn's team. Uh, I'm not mistaken. Is it really? I think so. <laughs> well, they got beat. It was the last-second play. Mm-hmm. So, again... Like the Eagles fans like When they won They set cars and shit on fire And ate horse turds Uh, So one of the most shocking Raids of outrage and anger An Eagles fan An Eagles fan So upset over the loss That he attacks his girlfriend And puts their dog in a microwave (laughs) Hopefully he didn't turn it on I think he did The dog I'm pretty sure the dog Oh fuck he needs to go to jail for just oh my god! Yeah, so much. You're called. Beating beating his girlfriend, yeah. and murdering an animal in such a cruel way. What the fuck? Just too too. Oh god! Like I've had some heartbreaking losses in my day, and I've probably been in an altercation or two over, but never like smacked my girlfriend. Right. I mean, I may have smacked. I probably would have smacked a woman in public, giving the right circumstances, but not my girlfriend. Now, what if I told you all these anger management issues still don't come close to what happens in soccer? (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And part of me is jealous. Like, can you imagine liking a team that you have no... It's not like this guy played for the Eagles at any point. Right. Like, he's probably... I'm assuming he's from Philadelphia. Right. Because those are just horrible people. Just a fan of their team. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine... Like, I can imagine breaking shit. I really can. Right. Like, being so upset that you break something, go so upset that you get in a fight, but so mad that you hit your girlfriend, and then you're still mad enough, and you take the dog and get no. microwave it like it's a gremlin. No. We've been over this. I can't ever imagine getting to that point. <laughs> it's not thing I can do. So, but that you, I, you, that is a, that is a, a, classic, you know, European football, anger response. I, uh, I don't think microwaving a dog is ever one i heard. No, but I've heard of tipping buses and all yeah. these other things. But probably the, the, the most would be when they cut off that guy's head. He missed a game-winning goal, and they cut his head off. Mm. So that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. So two years in a shot. row, they get the, the Eagles get the fans of the year. I guess. <laughs> Most eccentric fan. Good lord. <laughs> and I just cements, I'm never gonna go to Philadelphia now. Right. Or at least when this game's going on. Yeah. For, like, if I'm going, I'm dressing up as an Eagles fan and not saying shit. Right, right. Like, do you hear about that, this was like three, four years ago, the hitchhiking robot? Yes. That made it, it all vandalism? Yeah, it got vandalized in Philadelphia. Yep. So... It makes it all the way across Canada in like seven days, maybe mm-hmm. less, and then it goes to the United States, and in ten days it makes it from Massachusetts to Philadelphia, where it gets completely destroyed. Yep. I forget that name. I used to go online and watch what they watch it watching the travel. Mm-hmm. And you could like he would take pictures and stuff, and it was I don't know,
1: it was all right. fun.
0: I remember it. Like, I was like, man, I wonder if I'm going to get a chance <laughs> to drive him. Like, I'd drive him somewhere. I mean, I wouldn't go far with him. All right. Put the back of my truck and just let it fall out eventually. <laughs> it's probably what happens. So the next step in retail robot help. They don't mention what company it's for. They just call it a giant food store. Okay giant food stores rolling out googly-eyed helper robots nationwide like actual googly-eyed yeah I'm, oh good night no, It's not very big but. jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks to be about a six foot tall robot with giant eight inch googly eyes like you see on a craft project Uh, Marty, a tall gray robot assistant, will take on the aisles of all giant food stores 172 locations. The company said Monday... Maybe they're just called giant food. Uh, Interesting. uh, The robot can identify and report spills to customers and employees. I don't know why you tell a customer that there's a spill. So Uh, they don't stand in it, maybe? Marty roams the stores unassisted to flag spills and other hazards using image-capturing technology. When it finds him, the robot will report it to alert customers by saying, Caution, hazard detected. It will also announce the incident through store public address system to notify employees. Now, my question on this, what is it going to consider a spill? Liquid? Or like if someone spills some Skittles across the floor? Or just one? I don't know. <laughs> is it going to go to find a Skittle? Bringing robots and AI from a research lab to the sales floor has been very exciting. A very exciting journey, and they're thrilled by the customer response in our pilot stores, said the president of Giant Foods. Giant stores ran a pilot program with the robot in two of its Philadelphia stores. Mm. Pennsylvania stores. I'm surprised it didn't get disemboweled. The robot frees up associates to spend more time working with customers. Bullshit. Marty won't replace human workers, said the spokesman. Bullshit. Walmart said last month it would place autonomous floor-scrubbing robots in its stores across the country by the end of January. In October, the retail giant also said it was testing the use of robots to handle repeating tasks like scanning shelves and making sure pricing is correct. No, that's going to cost, like, everybody their job. Mm-hmm. Technology is going to keep moving. Our yeah. government's going to not give a shit. So this week in U.S. history, if this is, a uh, I get good feedback on this, this could be a reoccurring segment. Okay. I got, we'll say, a standing ovation for our, our last game that we played. The answer is Jesus. Oh, okay. Um, many people loved it. This week in history, history January 15th, 1919. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, a hundred years ago, on the 15th, a 50-foot-tall tank collapses on the Boston waterfront unleashes a massil- massive tidal wave. It absolutely picks up everything and, it m- and it's missed. There was a four-ton delivery truck delivering produce, and it gets p- picked up and swept into Boston Harbor. 21 people died as a result of the disaster, including two children. What, what takes this story from tragic and bizarre is the contents of the t- 2.3 million gallons of molasses. So apparently Boston used to be like the central hub in U- in the U.S. for um, storing and shipping and <coughs> exporting molasses. Mm-hmm. So this giant water tower full of molasses falls and a tidal wave rips through Boston. Apparently it was never built up to uh, up to code. And it was like they, they, they Erected this giant tank, this tower, and then it immediately starts leaking molasses. Nice. So, the 160-foot-wide wave of molasses travels at a speed of 30 miles per hour, leveling off to a height of 25 feet. It crushes everything in its past, tearing a firehouse from its foundation, completely collapsing the first floor. The waterfront is unrecognizable, although a criminal inquest finds... U.S.I.A. responsible for the catastrophe. A grand jury files no charges. What the fuck? No charges? No charges were filed. Apparently, the 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 molasses was going to be used to distill into rum. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the uh, big alcohol comes in and puts its crack team of lawyers in in defense of this. Yep. So that was this week in history. Speaking of lawyers. Giuliani is losing his fucking mind. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. I used to follow, but he became less and less fun to follow. Why do they keep letting him speak? I don't know. You should put a gag order on yourself. Because now he's claiming Donald Trump said, never said his campaign colluded. There's several times where it's recorded. You would think they would just put a leash on him and say, No, stop. Oops Did you hear about Chris Hansen? The former To Catch a Predator guy I know of him I don't know anything about What's happened with him Well it used to be a segment Right And then it was its own show To Catch a Predator Mm -hmm. And then NBC didn't renew him So he buys the rights And he starts And again Well he has his own network now And apparently it's all online And it's just To Catch a Predator Oh okay Oh okay he was issued a warrant for his arrest for bouncing $13,000 in checks. Hmm. Yeah. He's not going to be... He. I mean, he didn't get imprisoned or anything. He just wanted okay. his a warrant. He turns himself in, then he paid his bail, and he's out. But right. if he were to go to jail, he would not be a popular man. No. Yet. Not even. Given those people he put in jail weren't popular, so... Oh, it'd be like that one doing tax evasion. Yeah. Uh, K-Jewelers get slapped with an $11 million penalty for shading for shady store credit card practices. Without people knowing, they were signing them up and getting them credit cards. So they were taking, straight up taking a hand out of Wells Fargo. Yeah, making, yeah. Uh, this is why Republicans need to learn we need regulations. Yeah, if but Wells Fargo for didn't get slapped with shit. I know. But they slapped Kay K- Juel- K- Jewelers with $11 million penalty Because Kay Jewelers doesn't pay the politicians money. And the only reason I brought it up was it's linked to, to Wells Fargo. Oh, okay, so you're going to naturally bring that up. Yeah, oh, but okay. I'm glad you did. But yeah, that was that was where I was going. Oh, okay. And I was just like, this is horseshit. Yeah. So, fuck. <laughs> Right, so I've got two more stories. Do you have anything before we continue and discuss some more weird news? All right, me Did with we it. refer or talk about the Soldier Boy incident going on mm. at all? Okay, well, Soldier Boy decided to try and be a tech mogul. Nice. But what he was really doing was just straight up buying cheap Chinese knockoffs from a different website online. I think it's like Alibaba or some bullshit. Okay. <laughs> and then reselling resell, them underneath his brand name. So you had the Soldier console and various other things. Soldier pods, Soldier tablets, <laughs> Soldier iPads. And he basically was going on there just mocking Nintendo and all of them. Just, just begging them to sue him. Well, he got sued. We can give him with guarantee. Because a couple of things started just redirecting you to Nintendo's website. Whoops. And then they went from selling those consoles to PSP clones. Oh. And now his store is just gone entirely. What an <laughs> and idiot. he was begging people for money too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Soldier Boys are real. Adult. If you're gonna do that, why would you start why would you bring attention to it? Mm-hmm. Like why would you start calling out Nintendo? And how do you feel this is a different story about Another Ghostbusters movie. I read that. I don't know. It's a prequel, from what it looks like. But it takes place in the the original. Like they're not in a big city. Well, before they did the the female Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd and uh, Ivan Reitman, the director. Right. They they said that they had a a ghost a Ghostbusters like playbook that they were how they were gonna grow the franchise franchise over the years and it was saying between the movies then they were going to do like a cartoon which they did and a Mm -hmm. toy line which they did and then they just kind of got away from doing it but they 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 claim that there was always supposed to be a female Ghostbusters so I wonder if this is part of their original plan or not right still never watched that one me neither I've heard it wasn't terrible I don't know Go, it was just so good I'm not not on it on I can't get over Thor being the secretary yeah I can't unsee that <laughs> I'm saying that was the best part of it mm. that's sad if that's the case and he's just such a good actor like I he's... mean yeah but still it's not a good sign <laughs> no. No, I don't know. I would I would like to see the story, what they're planning to do with it, like what they're All right. They still be like a fucking TV series on Netflix, like Stranger Things. Probably. Am I? I mean, I would like to see it continue. That you had like the original characters retired, and then they, you um, know, they're yeah. still in need. So Hats they, yeah, like either their kids or. And I thought they could have done that with the, the female Ghostbusters. And maybe they did, I don't know. I don't right. think they did, but. I don't know, that was kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Females was literally called a reboot, so. It wasn't in the same universe. You know they're doing a Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie? Are they going to be in it? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. It's basically, he's he's doing like a a spoof of the of the whole reboot genre mm, by re- rebooting his own movie. Nice. But last I heard it was the story was they were back just living their lives and somebody in Hollywood decides that they wanted to try to remake the Blunt Man and Chronic movie. Okay. And so it's basically just the the movie again, like they trying to make their way to Hollywood to stop the Jane Silent Bob reboot movie. Oh, that sounds good. I like it. Yeah. I was pleased with it. But, yeah, he had his heart attack, and that kind of put on the back burner for a little bit. But he's he's full go. Full go in it. He had to rewrite a bunch of the script, because where he lost so much weight, Mm -hmm. that they had to get rid of all the fat jokes. Right. It's understandable. I just wish... I wish in the first one, in the first Jay and Silent Bob, when they cast Jay and Silent Bob, they would have cast... Because originally... Uh... In Mallrats, they were gonna recast Jay because the Universal Studios executives they didn't like Jason Mewes, mm-hmm. so they were trying to recast him. And one of the ca- one of the actors they were that auditioned for it was on their short list was Seth Green, yeah, you know, Robot Chicken fame, yeah. and Awesome Powers, yeah. So I wish when they got when they did the the original Jay and Silent Bob, the person that was gonna play Jay. I wish they would have cast like Seth Green. I thought that would have been a funny inside joke because the movie was real inside baseball. Right. Like that was this his that was his second there. That was his second mo- or that was the second movie of his that I saw. But mm-hmm. so I saw him completely out of chronological order, and so there was a lot of like jokes that I didn't quite get. Like there were some things I laughed at, but I wasn't sure why I was laughing. Right. And then once I watched his film catalog, I was I got all the jokes. And I'm like, man, that would have been pretty funny to have Seth Green play, play Jay. <laughs> so I'm hoping this time maybe he casts Seth Green, or, right. At least if he does, then we can say that we we said it first. So <laughs> <laughs> well, this one isn't funny. This is kind of a more serious. Yeah, but it, it's it's big big business kind of getting kicked in their balls. So a jury awarded a Miami hotel dishwasher $21.5 million, finding that her employer violated her religious rights by repeatedly scheduling her to work on Sunday and ultimately firing her. When you sue somebody, you can ask for damages. And it was like, They fired her, so she gets lost wages, and then you can get, like, emotional distress. Right. And then a judge can award you extra damages to... And it's more of a warning. It's more of a warning to everybody else, like, don't fucking do this. Right. And typically that's, like, that's... Because her... The lawsuit was for... Thirty-five thousand dollars in back wages and half a million dollars for emotional pain and mental anguish. So she was only asking for five hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars, which isn't that obscene of an amount. Right. But the judge awarded her twenty-one and a half million dollars. She's gonna be poor in a matter of days. Oh yeah. She's Not know what to do with herself. Mary Jean Pierre, who worked as a dishwasher at the Conrad. Miami sued Virginia-based parks hotel and resorts formerly known as Hilton worldwide in 2017 for violating the Civil Rights Act of 1964 the landmark law bans employment discrimination on basis of race color religion sex or national origin the order was filed on Tuesday the jury found that she was due the for thirty five thousand dollars and five hundred thousand in emotional pain Pierre 60 is a mother of six children and a member of the soldiers of Christ Church, a Catholic missionary group that helps the poor. Pierre said that in the okay. lawsuit that she informed the Conrad Miami from the beginning of her employment that she could not work Sundays because of her religious beliefs. That's not a cornerstone of the Catholic faith. Right. And, and missionaries but to it, stop sending people to certain places. Did you hear about that? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there, that... Man, I can't imagine... But I'm good for the natives. Because never has that worked out in the history of of our mankind. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as we know, never has somebody went to a land, met the natives, and it worked out well for the natives. Mm-hmm. Like, anywhere. And so these guys, unknowingly, like, good for them. Yeah, that'll show you. They don't know what they're <laughs> not missing. Which is good they for don't. them. They don't know what they did. Like yeah, somebody, somebody should stand out on in the water and just be like, good for you! Just slow clap them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But then back up, because they're going to start chucking spears and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd just send, like, a picture book of, like, the white man doing horrible things to colored people. <laughs> and so then they'll feel vindicated and be like, oh, yeah. Well, we'll just fucking kill all the white people that we see. But back to this lady. She alleged at the hotel scheduled her to work on Sunday... She told her employer she would have to resign, but in an effort to persuade her not to quit, they accommodated her request until 2015. Sometime in 2015, the kitchen manager demanded Pierre work Sundays, and the lawsuit states that for a short time allowed her to swap shifts with other co-workers to have the day off. When does the chef make the schedules for a hotel? The kitchen manager. Yeah, what, what, what? what? She was a dishwasher. I so know. She worked I'm sure in the there's kitchen. another dishwasher. Yeah. And here's the thing, is being a manager, like, you know there are hot-button words that you can't, and even if they're bullshit, you can't say that they're bullshit, so you're just like, just like a fucking, uh, uh, service animal thing. Like, as a manager, if, if I'm working and somebody, no matter how stupid, brings in to the store an animal, all they have to say is it's a service animal and you can't do anything about it, because it's discrimination to ask for papers. Unless your state law says otherwise. Or local law says that right. uh, the animal has to be has to wear a vest. Like most states are not that but spe- they're not that specified. seems how it's really picky for businesses with religions. Can I just make a religion where it's mandated that I get overtime pay always and can't be discriminated against for hours? No. <laughs> and they couldn't discriminate against me for hiring either. Right. That would be an interesting... (laughs) No, because that would be a religion trying to dictate the policy. I'm just saying Because back in the day, like, I've worked with people at Walmart that they were grandfathered in, that they got overtime pay Mm -hmm. if they were scheduled on Sunday. They got time Mm -hmm. and a half. Yeah. So those people, you for sure didn't want to work them on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Even when, like, they got the zone merchandise supervisors Mm -hmm. and they were supposed to work, like, every other weekend, this person, like, we had to call like HR and tell them like, if we do this, this person is going to make a shitload of money on Sundays and screw up the overtime pay and all that stuff. But especially if you have a person who said it from day one that it's part of her religion, you can't ask for proof, you can't demand proof. Mm-hmm. It has the, the only stipulation is I think it has to be a, a nationally recognized religion. Mm-hmm. Like I'm an ordained minister. I mean, it's not that hard to become that. Right. But in Tennessee, they don't recognize that as a religion. So I can't perform certain acts and have it be recognized by the state. Like, I can't turn around and sue the state of Tennessee because I can't, you know, perform last rites or, you know. Mm -hmm. do Like, I can't open a church. Like, I've often thought about opening a church of Star Wars. That would be tight. Mm -hmm. Because, like, in Australia, it's it's a... it's a religion. Right. Like I think at one time it was the number one religion in the in that country. Right. So that course. would be cool. Yeah. Like all rise mm-hmm. for, for the reading of the Book of Yoda. <laughs> just read it all backwards. I should get a Star Wars book, like a religion book, just to see. Or just every, better yet, just every <laughs> session, just play a different movie. That would be right. And today we will we will we will watch from the visual scriptures <laughs> uh, of the Empire Strikes Back. May the force be with you. And also with you play. <laughs> now, this is extremely dark, but I have to go there. Okay. So we got the the customer service award from the Chinese soup incident. Mm-hmm. where they found the dead rat. Right. And the customer complained, and the owner of the restaurant, or the manager of the restaurant, for those of you who didn't listen, a woman found a dead rat in her soup, and she was pregnant and said, told the manager that she was worried about the health of her unborn baby, and the manager offered her the wage of an abortion. And he won the first ever customer service award from Generation of Miss, for as dark as it is, we have a second winner. This is this is a new category. Mm. This is the winner of the um, uh, Employee of the Year award. Okay. For most dedicated employee. Starting off really strong for the first de- or month of the year. <laughs> I know, but I don't think this can be topped. Because this employee went so far above and beyond that. Not only risk her health, but the health of somebody else, so she wouldn't be docked any extra time or pay at work. Mm-hmm. The headline right. reads: Newborn baby found dead in Amazon dis- distribution center in Phoenix. The body of a newborn baby has been found at the distribution center in the bath in the women's bathroom. You're right. That that can't be talked. Oh fuck. <laughs> it's not released any more information or the identity of the person has not been not gonna be done. hard DNA, uh, motherfuckers. And yeah. who was fucking pregnant is not pregnant now. Exactly. But that they don't they haven't they didn't go into full details. This was by the independent. Uh, someone must have heard some screaming, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. oh my god, Glinda's in there blowing it up. Hey Juan when Glenda gets out, go clean up the bathroom, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be clogged. That person has a fucked up life. Jesus. Right? I mean, she should, that right, right there, she's going to get a job as Walmart, well, as Walmart management. I mean, that I think that qualifies her. Like, what have you done? No, fuck that, put her in CEO. <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: not, you're like, can you sure imagine in the,
0: in, in the interview? Like, what what have you done? When have you put the company first? In uh, your day-to-day life, what accent? I gave up my unborn <laughs> child or I, born child, and that's the example. I had a, I went into labor at work, and I had it in the bathroom, and then went back to work. Like, excuse me, what happened to your baby? Like, doesn't matter. I met my quota for the hour. That's. I got, got my Amazon. Damn. I got my Amazon productivity bonus. That's a sad state that our country is in right now. I found another link to that story, so I wonder if they, if they Any have more, more information. More information. Amazon later released a statement to the press saying, "This is a terribly sad and tragic incident. We are working with local authorities to support their investigation. The safety and wellness of our team is our top priority." Bullshit. Amazon police said it's an ongoing investigation. There's also they also said the warehouse remained in operation while the officers were on scene. No te- no details about who found the baby or circumstances that could have been led to the infant's death were given. I have a good idea. Mm-hmm. It wasn't at a hospital. The mother probably couldn't afford it. This isn't the first case where an infant was abandoned or found dead in Utah. A teenager gave birth to her, fa- her baby in the family bathtub. The baby was underwater for several minutes. Oops. You know that happened here, recently. There was one of the stories last week. Uh, the In, in Kansas. Uh, in no, no, in Tennessee. Shit. I mean, it's in Carter County, actually. Jesus fuck. A guy like there was a girl going through this guy's junk in his yard, mm-hmm. and so the guy's in the house looking at him, watching her, and she had something in her arms, and she looks around and opens up a discarded deep freeze, and bends over and puts something in it, and then closes the deep freeze lid. And she continues to go around this guy's property, so he opens the door and yells at her, and she fucking runs off. So then, he's getting ready to go inside, and something tells him.
1: He look said it was the Lord to
0: go look in the deed freeze and It opens up, and there was a baby in there. How about just suspicion? Like, was it a dead baby of the storm, or was it still alive that she was trying? Oh, to it be? was alive, so the baby's fine, and yeah. I think she got arrested. Yeah. I think they, they found out who it was you don't want your child take it to a fucking orphanage if it's already born. Yeah. There are places, um, and they're becoming more and more prevalent, like, centers where you can, like, abandon your child and not talk to anybody. Like, there are these... They were actually developed... It was in an Asian country Mm. because they had so many people give birth and then abandon the kid, and they would just put it on, like, the steps outside. So this doctor invented like this drop box for babies that you could go and it was like in the winter it was kept warm so the baby wouldn't freeze to death and in the summer it's kept cool so you can just drop your baby off and then they hmm. took it into the adoption center. I just assume there's probably like a camera on the inside of this to show them when the child was there. Like it was a live feed kind of thing. Maybe. Um, but there are places coming up and they're popping up around, uh, the state that there's these drop boxes for babies that you can put if you're embarrassed. And I can't imagine, like it would be incredibly embarrassing to have to give up right. a child because you know those places would make you feel like shit. Right. And then try to talk you into keeping it, you know. Right. Especially uh, around here. They have centers that act like they're like kinda like Planned Parenthood and Clinics not but they're not. They're just there to deter you from going through an abortion. They're literally there just to convince you not to do it. Right. That doesn't do anything for the person other than... Yeah. ...keep that unborn baby alive to be delivered. And now you've got a whole other problem. Mm -hmm. Because if you didn't have money enough to afford yourself, barely anything else, how are you going to be able to take care of your child? When most studies have showed... I think it was like in... Just in Burton, for example, I think over there, it's like 63% it's increased over the past decade. And another problem trying to adopt mm-hmm. a child, or even become a foster, is so... One, it's super expensive if you just want to adopt. Sure. Like, it's fucking... It's almost impossible. Like, the, the amount of money just to adopt a child sure. is insane. Um, so if you want to foster, which is free to do, mm-hmm. and then to adopt from there... <laughs> it, oh, shit. Sorry. So to foster, then to adopt from there, is a lot cheaper... Because we looked into it, mm-hmm. and you have to go, and granted you're, you're, I see the logic of it being difficult, but you have to go to classes, and once you start classes, you can't miss a class. Right. So we started and went to like one or two weeks, and you do homework, and you like you right. have to be like psyche valve and you have to do a background check on you, you have to do a drug test, like, right. you have to give personal references, and they contact them, and they talk about you to these references. Mm-hmm. So then you. And that's just to be approved just to foster. And like right. around here, fosterings, some people treat it like daycare. Like people end up. Ha- they have to move and they don't want to have to try to move with kids. So they put their kids in the foster system and then find a place to live and then go get their kids back. Right. Like, that's a problem. But they're kind of. To me, they're, that's manipulating the system a little bit mm-hmm. because like. Especially if you're fostering looking to adopt like we were going to do. But anyway, I got sick. I had to go to the emergency room on the the day that the next class was. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't make it. So right there, I had to, everything I'd done was erased. And I had to wait until the next classes started anew from class 1. And then go through all of it. All the homework again. All the reference checks. All the psych eval, All the drug testing. All of it all over again. But to have a kid, you literally only have to be able to fuck and get pregnant. Like, to Dude. me, that's just, it's, it's, it's wrong. I don't have a better, I don't have a better uh, solution. Like, I don't have anything for it without, like, the government being super involved in everybody's life. I mean, all they really need to do, which they'll never do, and, well, eventually they might, but not anytime soon. Actually, fucking sex education. Yeah. Literally. Stop this whole just don't do it cuz that's clearly not fucking yeah, working. that doesn't work at all. I'm giving shit how religious you motherfuckers are that this shit doesn't work. Look at Mississippi, yeah. the worst state. Most of their female students drop out because of that. Yeah. Yeah, they that I mean we got to we got to figure something out. Because if if the solution is let's just give it a drop box for babies like but still, you have a drop box for babies, so that's just going to increase people dropping their baby off. And then, like, in states like Nebraska, you can abandon your child up to the age of, like, 14. With no legal ramifications. Right. Like, completely legal. Like, you can take your kid to the... I think, like, you can go to the fire station, even. And be like, I don't want it. And then drive away. And then, legally, they have to take it, put it in... Mm-hmm. Into the system. Right. And then the system has to find people... To put in for it, and like I know a lady that went through all the classes. She was able to get everything done. Like she gets, she gets certified, whatever, and then she starts doing it, and like the phone calls start, mm-hmm. and they and she because you get it, you get to say what you're willing to take care of, how many. Like they look at your house and right, like how many kids can you legally take care of, and then they ask you and they look at your house to see. And she was getting phone calls for, like she said she wanted one kid, and like. She would prefer to have it from age, like, starting around age of 3 to 4. And the first night, she gets to call at 3 in the morning, and they're like, we have uh, five siblings, ranging from a newborn baby up to, like, 12. She was like, no. Like, both her and her husband work. Mm
1: -hmm. And they
0: help you, like... They help you get them into daycare. They help you with, like, babysitting and stuff. But still, like, with my hours, like, I cannot... I cannot count on regularly having certain amounts of days off or certain time off where I can go pick up a baby from daycare. Right. Like it's just not in my work. It's, it's just yeah. not there. So like it's 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 almost impossible for me to be able to do this. It's bullshit that just because you can you can fucking get pregnant means that you can have the baby, and if you can't, well you're just screwed. You have to go through this fucking nightmare Progress. of courses. You know, and it and it's not like it's it's a week. It's it's six weeks. You know, and right. I think it's like eight to ten weeks all total because when you're done, you still have to have home visits. Then when they can they can call you at any time and say mm-hmm. you're in a home visit, and if you're at work, you're expected to leave. Like that's not conducive to my work. Right. Like I'm the head man in charge. I can't just be like, oh, well, I gotta go. What am I supposed to do? Close up shop and then leave? Right. Like how am I supposed to say that to my boss? Like they're gonna say, fuck you, get back to work. That's not my problem. You know. Right. So I know that was. A heavier episode. Yeah. I thought I had funnier, funnier articles, but I was just going through and I was like, "Well, this is depressing." I must have been in a weird mood when <laughs> I was pulling articles. <laughs> was like, oh, this is pretty funny. I mean, the guy thinks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. If, if it looks like Bigfoot, I'm gonna shoot. Yeah, no, goddamn, I got. That was probably the quote of the day. I don't target practice. but That's yeah, just dangerous. Yeah, it is. I think if you wanted to catch that guy, you could set up, like, Jack Link's, beef. Beef. Yeah, Jack Link's beef jerky cutouts. <laughs> and just, like, with a camera on the road and just wait for a guy to drive by in a black Ford F-150 and be like, There he is! Yeah. <laughs> like, South Park, he's coming right for us. And then start unleashing hellfire. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that would be entertaining. He might get suspicious when he gets up there and sees the cardboard cutout with holes in it. I don't know. I would like to see how close he got before he was like, "Wait a minute, you got beef jerky." I, I think mean, you just paint that to make it look like sticks. He'll never suspect a thing, right? I think he would get close. Like I think he would get real close. Mm-hmm. Like if you could rig it to like, I mean, to fall down. Right. Like I think he would. Like one of those uh duck shoot games yeah the carnival yeah. Bing. Well, then he would notice, definitely, that sound. <laughs> yeah. He'd be far enough away, it might not carry. But then when he gets close enough, you hit a button and it stands back up. And then watch him, like, run up and tackle it. I think mean, he could get all the way there to tackle it, before he realized, like, that it it was <laughs> Then you just snag him in, in, a, in a rope, like in Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Yeah. Ewoks come out. Aim up the ice <laughs> cave. <laughs> Make him think of, yeah, he's attacking him. Then <laughs> <laughs> He'd be jerking balls. He'd be like, what the that would be great. That would be a fun long-term prank. <laughs> if I lived there, I would totally be trying to get catch this guy. Mm-hmm. Or hit him with like a mm-hmm. trank, and he passes out, and he wakes up in a cave, and then you're in like a gorilla suit, like walking around and <laughs> trying to reverse plant the apes him. Yeah, nice. you just really mess with him. Like make him think like you're getting ready to. Sexually assault him. <laughs> Banana. Just do this. Yeah. Just like walk around pawing at your crotch and getting, working up a chub. And he's like, no! And then you pull his pants down. He's about to get uh, it. There was a movie that did something similar to that. I can't remember what it was called. I want to think it may have had Seth Green in it. Oh. That's it. Without a paddle. Mm, I don't know There's an older movie called Trading Places With Eddie Murphy and Dan Okay. Where a guy gets put in a cave He's dressed up as a gorilla And they put him in a gorilla cage Yeah. I remember that one too Yeah That might be the one I was actually thinking about Because I know Seth Green's been in the cage Or in the thing with a gorilla before I think it was Old Dogs I was getting ready to say That may have been Old Dogs Now that you said that I had high expectations for that movie, because I thought Wild Hogs was hysterical. Right. I mean, I know people shit on that movie, but God damn it, that is the funniest movie. <laughs> and I really thought Old Dogs was going to be something real funny, and I watched it, and I was utterly disappointed. Right. It had John DeFolter. It had to be expected. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> it ain't, but I had Robin Williams. Just, uh, oh, uh, that's uh, awesome. But John DeFolter was in it. Mm-hmm. Isn't he still a... Uh, what, those crazy churches? Scientologists? Yes. Oh, yeah, he's... Yeah, that's why. I think they were at the top. I think he's one level below Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's that still a religion? Alright, well, just like the man in the woods, do you have anything before we go? Nope, no. we're all good. Well, if you're online and you're don't know where to go? Check out the thehiddenpixel.com. But what about our raking association? Still alive and kicking. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we've had some bad weather, so I haven't been able to go out and make a raking video mm. every. My day off ever since I got back from vacation. It's raining. Like Perfect. today being no different. So, but get some good. intense GoPro shots on there. Yeah. I've been. I'm. I'm been looking at getting a GoPro. Like, I could. I could have a lot of fun with that. If you're in the woods and you think you see Bigfoot, remember, shoot first, ask questions later. Make sure he's doing his raking. (laughs) All right, later.